Yes, so welcome all to tune in. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are excited. We are ecstatic to have you here. We have a very, very special guest on the platform. And, and for those who are following, this is R Love podcast. If you don't know, I'm the Rodney of the R Love. She is Nadia of the R Love. And we are just uh, a couple talking about things. A couple talking about. Sorry, clicked on me. We are a couple <laughs> talking about. Anything random, whether the uh, family, whether the uh, sort of topic community, but more importantly, we get a chance to talk to our friends. And one of our lovely, lovely, lovely friends who has been a friend from Jesus going on 15 years now, yeah. that's, we, are, we are going on 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon, Shannon read the scripture at our wedding. Like, that's a long list. Right? So that's what I'm going to Welcome, everybody, to the Iron Law Podcast. Dr. Shannon Evans. So round of applause. everybody. So before Shannon gets up, a little bit of me, let you know who Shannon is. So say not this one. Say she read the scripture to our wedding, but she is a friend for us at COB. Mm-hmm. How I met Shannon. Shannon and I were education majors in, in COB. And literally, I think from the first day of orientation, we had so yes. happy to sit next to each other. And our spirit just connected. We was talking. This is cool from then. And what really made us even cooler is the fact that people swore up and down, like up and down. And we were both, so we are brother and sister. Like, because yes. we, our mannerisms are similar, we act similar, and all of that. So, uh, so much so, I think I'm going to be sideways and look at who this fella is. <laughs> like Grammy. Yeah, yeah, My Grammy, <laughs> when she saw you smile, she was like, what's going on? Uh-uh. <laughs> Something is talking to talk. I'm sorry. Yeah, so Shannon's been a long time friend. We love Shannon very dearly. Uh, Shannon has traveled already. Here I talk about her story. Let's do some background. So we saw it's fitting for our R&R podcast, for our first guest on the podcast, we someone who is a, a near dear friend of both Nadia and myself. Yeah. And very important to Shannon Evans. So that's Shannon. You know. And before we let her get started, let's say hi to everybody who's logged in. So we see Estelle Evans is in the house. She's the first one in the comments. Okay. So hello, round girl <laughs> in Beijing. Oh, bless the Lord. Hi, guys. Hi, Ashley. And we have Vanessa Moss. Hi, Vanessa. Okay, so Shannon, take it away. This is, wow. Um, okay, so hello everyone. My name is Dr. Shannon Evans. Uh, I, yes, I <laughs> um, obtained my PhD in December of last year. 
so it has been definitely a whirlwind since then. Uh, but I am a native of Freeport, Grand Bahama, the Bahamas. Yeah. Uh, went to school in Freeport and in Nassau. Like Rodney said, I went to COB in 2005. First day of orientation is where we met. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked as a teacher, worked as a counselor, went off to school in Virginia uh, to get my school counseling master's degree, worked as a counselor for a bit. Um, so I've always worked with like children, adolescents, teens. Um, also worked in marketing for uh, Bethel's Superstore in Freeport, Grand Bahama. Um, so if you're there and you need supplies for anything, go. Shameless plug. Uh, <laughs> and then it was in 2017 where I said, I want to do something else. Uh, I, I need change of pace. I lived in Virginia in the United States for six years. Uh, so from 2010 to 2016, then I went home. And I was like, I need to do something else. I'm just like restless soul. Like my mother, <laughs> hi mommy. Mommy, <laughs> he told me one day, like we were sitting at the, the dining room table, I think. Yeah. Uh, and she just looked at me and she's like, you're almost 30. You, you're too old to be this restless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, or, right. you know, maybe not, <laughs> right, right. but I needed to find something else. Uh, so two of my friends, so shout out to Shania uh, in the U.S. and shout out to Christian in the Bahamas. They okay. both worked for Disney English in Shanghai, mm. also in China. And just like through random conversations. I knew Shania uh, was working for Disney English. Um, just through random conversations, found out that Christian was working there. Also, they were both in Shanghai. So of course I do what people do to me when I say I'm from the Bahamas. Like, oh, do you know so-and-so? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, of all the 300 odd thousand people that, <laughs> yeah, definitely do. So when I'm like, when I put two and two together, I'm like, ah. Oh, Shania's in Shanghai, Christian is in Shanghai. Guys, do you know each other? Uh, no, we don't. <laughs> um, but one day, uh, because if, you know, like we have different centers throughout the cities. And so let's say in Beijing alone, we had, I think maybe six centers uh, throughout the city. And if, let's say I call out for whatever reason, if there's nobody at my center to provide coverage, they'll reach out to other centers, which is what they did in Shanghai. And so there was a time when I think, I think it was Christian that covers, that covered Shania's class. There you go. So I think it was that way. (laughs) They didn't, they still haven't met. They know the name. (laughs) So he just, so at one point he was like, I think I covered her class and I'm like, okay, we're getting closer. (laughs) Great. (laughs) And then maybe at a regional event or something, they finally met and they took a picture and sent it to me. I'm like, my heart is so happy. These are two parts of my world. Because Christian, I went to school with, um, so I went to QC with, and then Shania, I went to uh, Hampton University with. So these were two parts of my world that were meeting and it just made my heart explode. And so 
after that, like I started to talk to them a bit more about Disney English uh, and Shania specifically. Uh, and it just encouraged me to say, you know what, why not China? Why not at least apply? Mm-hmm. If I don't get it, fine. Mm-hmm. But let's see. So I didn't tell anybody, did not tell my parents, did not tell family members, just went online one day, went to search Disney English jobs, right. <laughs> uh, applied to go to Shanghai and got an email. It's like, all right, you have an interview. I'm like, wow. okay. Wow. Okay, <laughs> all right. No problem. And that started the process. And I don't remember if I told my parents before or after the interview. I think I told them after, and maybe mommy remembers, I'm not sure. Uh, but like I had the interview and it was, it was interesting. It was over, it wasn't over Zoom. I think it was over another, another platform, uh-huh. uh, but had the virtual interview and, you know, like we talked and I, she was like, I mean, I think you would be a good fit and we probably won't send you to Shanghai. We'll send you to Beijing. So I said, okay, okay, okay I don't, right. I don't know the difference between the two. So you do whatever you want. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> so finally told my parents and I'm like, hey guys, I'm going to China. What? And I'm sure they were like, I'm sorry. <laughs> ไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไ
Yes, yes I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Daddy. Hi, Daddy. Hi, <laughs> I remember when you came, you came, from, you came home uh, to an Christmas and you thought, yeah, that's about it. When the opportunity was still the opportunity, you were like, more, more sure than not sure. I remember you said you did reservations about it. And we said the same thing that like, your dad was saying. If it makes you happy, if you think that's, that's the best for you, who yeah. is best for you? The, the worst case scenario, you have experience in a different country, you come back. Yeah. And then, yeah. If, if yeah. That's the next time I use a head that has been, I'm sure we can talk about it, but you like, I can put a pause in your studies and whatnot to look at it. it you are the things that make, makes the best for you. And I know you, you skip over Hampton, but Hampton is fun too. Like, know, no, know, the, the, the whole thing is just. Is just we can come back to Hampton. We can come back yes. to Hampton. <laughs> uh, but yes, and it was that was another concern because yeah. you know I I had started working on my PhD in 2014, yeah. uh, and that was a difficult journey. Like I, I will not sugarcoat it. Anybody who asked me about this, it was a hard journey. It mm-hmm. contained some of the most depressing nights of my entire life. Um, and that's why the doctors look at you like that at the hospital. Like <laughs> I think most of that's why the people who aren't that from the you, uh, sliding glasses and you try to disrespect the doctor. I had to study the doctor. Like, don't mind me, I'm not mad about the way we're talking I had to stay up definitely and study the yeah, definitely had to work hard. Listen, this is a real thing. <laughs> um, and so I, I think mommy's biggest concern was, or one of her bigger concerns was because here it is, you know, like I'm in dissertation phase um, and I'm about to just go off to a new country. And she's just like, you're not going to, like, you're not going to work. And I think part of it for me was like, man, it's going to feel good to not, like, <laughs> to not be surrounded by all of these reminders that I'm not done. Yeah, um, yeah, because yeah. there was a point where everybody was just asking, you know, like, how's it going? Boy. When are you going to be finished? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm like, I know that a lot of you are well-intentioned. However, if you could just stop asking me, that would be fantastic. Like, please leave me alone. <laughs> it would be. So I'm like the, the, just the thought of going to a new country where nobody knows me, nobody knows that I'm working on my PhD. So nobody is going to ask me about it. Yeah. Just felt really good <laughs> um, and so i i told you know i'm going to work i will work on it uh it obviously will be a bit more difficult but i'm already doing distance learning anyway so why not increase the distance um so Funny, I'm trying to have a serious conversation. <laughs> During this last break, Zakia says hi, Shannon. Lydia says hi. Lydia says hi. We love you. You're looking great. Yes, girl, you are. Go ahead. 
Thank you. So you got the giant. You're out of the Yes. Yes. Uh, and I, I was supposed to leave, I think, February of 2017. Uh, and then I asked them to push my date back. Um, not February 2017, February 2018. And I asked them to push my date back a bit um, so I could try to get a bit more work done. Uh, and so they pushed it back to June, I think. Okay. And then as we were nearing June, they were like, hey, we have to push you back another month. And so I'm like, okay. So I had already stopped working. Like I stopped working in May uh, to try to work on packing up everything, like yeah. packing up my apartment and also dedicate a bit more time to studying. Uh, and so when they were like, yeah, so not in June, but July, July. Like, I'm like, I'm messing my paycheck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, it's a whole extra month that I have to live. I don't, so I'm like, I don't know where the plates are no more. Like, uh, mommy, <laughs> can you help me out? <laughs> She's like, fine. <laughs> so, um, so I, I stayed uh, for another month and then finally, end of July, uh, went to the airport and it was a very surreal experience. And so my mother, father, grandmother uh, were with me. My brother came to see me off with my nephews. Uh, my one of my uh, non-biological sisters, y'all know a lot about those. Yeah. Uh, and my nieces came uh, to see me off and I was already emotional. I have a thousand bags because anybody who knows me knows that I do not pack light. And so I'm oh. moving to a country. I need this, 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 this. Uh, and so mommy was annoyed with me. Yeah. <laughs> I think I had like five bags. She's like, where are you going with all these? What right. you doing? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm moving. She's like, you're going to China? You can buy these things in China? I'm like, all right. That's, that's what we think. We don't know yet. So, you know, just in case. I mean, So, uh, I, I think maybe one of my bags, it was going to cost... I don't know, maybe $200 uh, to check it as like excess. And so another, there was a, somebody else. There was somebody else who was going on because I, I did not take, uh, like my tickets were split. So my first ticket was to Florida, I think. Uh, and so there was somebody else also going to Florida. Sorry, your mom everything's being in all right. Jokes today. Jokes today. Go ahead. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> I, um, so somebody else it. on my flight, yeah, somebody else on my flight agreed to take the excess bag and okay, we cool. just paid the, I think it was like $25 instead. Um, so that was one thing that made me emotional. Then I'm leaving my family. No, 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 just to, just to the States because I was going to have to check in again okay. once I got to the States. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, that, that made me emotional. Um, uh, leaving my family made me emotional. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm hugging everybody and I'm trying to hold back the tears and I go through security uh, and I'm sniffling, sniffling. I get a hot dog and like a gombe punch because I'm like, this is the last time I'm going to have gombe oh, punch for oh, who knows how long, right? Um, and so I get these things 
and sitting down in the little cafe, I open up my backpack and my mother being the person that she is has put a letter in my backpack. And I start reading it. I want to cry now. I start reading it and I'm like, And then my 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 non-biological sister, she had given me a card and it's just like, I love you so much. I'm gonna miss you so much. And I'm just like <laughs> And I'm like, oh Jesus, am I making the right decision? Should I just go back now? I'm trying to eat a hot dog. And I'm just like, hey, 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 hey. Uh, I could it's not. I, so maybe she's a vegan and she was like, you eat us on the ground. Is that a soda? Is that a behemoth soda? I don't need that soda. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm going to get a coke. I honestly, y'all, like, I could not. Man. I could not get through either of the cards without crying. Um, and I just got a tattoo on my foot, like maybe a week or two before with my mother, father and grandmother's initials in it. So I'm just, it's all the feels. Um, and so I go, go to the States, um, and I got another bag so I could jam two bags into one. So I wouldn't have that issue again and head to, it was from Florida to Dallas and then Dallas to Beijing. And so I'm on the plane leaving from Dallas to go to Beijing. And as we're lifting off, it's just like, this is it. There's no turning back now. Like you, this is it. Yeah. yeah. And that was, that was a, as scary as it was, I was so proud of myself for being able to do something that I wanted to do, no matter what anybody else said, no matter any other, you know, like any other concerns that anybody brought up, it was just, uh, I need to do this. Cause I spent my whole life um, making sure that all of the things I did, you know, were pleasing to other people. I spent my whole life just making sure that I was always meeting somebody else's mark. And I just needed, it was like, I'm almost 30 and this is what I've done with my life. I want to do more. Um, and so going to Beijing was like a life changing, life turning point for me. And got there, called, I'm like, I'm safe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here, uh, ready to go, was ready to pass out, uh, but it was only maybe three or four in the afternoon. Yeah. So got to my hotel, like met up with, some other people that came. So it's me, then uh, three other girls. One of them was going to another city, uh, but she had to do training in Beijing first. Uh, So the four of us together formed what's called my onboarding group. Uh, So we're the four of us were in training together and two of them were other black girls from, uh, one was from Philadelphia, so shout out to Alex. PA and one is from Texas so shout out to Monet and together we were the brown girls in Beijing (laughs) 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 so we we ended up initially I wanted to be in an apartment by myself uh because y'all know how I am and 
So I said, I, I would, when we were talking about getting a place, uh, I said that, you know what, for now, I will, I will do this because I know my parents would feel a lot better um, yeah, if exactly. I were with somebody, um, at least for at the beginning. Uh, so the three of us got an apartment together and really we did so many things together, just exploring Beijing together um, and just, just being able to, for me, in some ways, mm -hmm. uh, it, I anticipated that they would not necessarily, like people here would not necessarily behave in the way that I'm used to. Okay. Uh, so there were some things that you would see and we just sort of developed the attitude like, yeah, this is China, that's, that's China. <laughs> uh -huh. so, so when you see uh, just walking down the street and all you hear <laughs> and somebody's just hawking up spit and, on the ground that's china that is the thing that happens all the time what? and so you just get used to it like i am <laughs> even now when i hear the sound it's not as grating as it was before because you're just used to it uh, oh no please don't but no like even you know like you want to run outside don't don't put on, put on something please uh there was, I think on my ride to the hotel, there, the cars uh -huh. were like about this close to one another. No. Yes. And it, they, they, so I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in the back seat of the car. And honestly, if I had rolled down my window, I could touch the car. Like I could touch the window of the car next to me. And I'm like, oh my God, this is how I die. I came <laughs> all the way to Beijing. And this is how it ends. <laughs> so you can't even be even make different sense if you try to curse somebody old, they can hawk and spit right into you. Really and truly. <laughs> I mean, if that was if that was their goal, yes. <laughs> uh, but to be fair, to be fair, we were in the outskirts of the city to be okay. fair. Okay. Uh, Catherine is telling you hello and Ebony is also telling you good for you, Shannon. Um, Denisa says you're, you're, you're truly good friends because uh, she's funny. Shannon, you're hilarious by the way. <laughs> Y'all too. I think we should take this thing on the road. Oh, okay. Just know your road has lost. No, we have no space on the road, you know. Uh, our, our road listen, our listen. <laughs> I have a bike now. I have a bike now, uh, have a uh, bike? like an e-bike, a scooter. Okay, yeah. Y'all, I mean, <laughs> zip, zip. <laughs> through the city. <laughs> um, but it is actually insane. So I don't, I don't know if you got the same advice when you started to learn how to drive in Nassau, but like for me, you know, mummy, daddy, and whoever else would say like, you have to drive for everybody else on the road. Yeah. So it's yeah. not, yeah. you not just driving for you. And that it is exponentially multiplied oh, wow. <laughs> in China, in Beijing, uh, because like, okay, coming from the airport, that's sort of the outskirts and that's, you know, a thousand lanes trying to merge into like four on no. the highway. Like that's how it feels. Uh, and but in the city, you know, you have pretty good sized roads and I'm talking maybe 
three or four lanes across, okay. just like on a regular road yeah. on one side, right? So it's pretty good size. Mm -hmm. uh, but you still have people who, you drive on the right side of the road in Beijing. And I have witnessed, and I have also been in the car when somebody in the rightmost lane uh -huh. makes a U-turn. Yeah, so the same confusion and quick maths is happening in your head. Imagine being in a car that is in the rightmost lane, taking a left across the pedestrian in front of all these cars that's waiting on the stoplight to make a U-turn. So crossing car. four or five lanes, People trying to kill themselves often there, like it's a suicide height. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. And I, I must have signed because so instead of Ubers, we have DDs. Um DD, D I D I. DDs. And I come here. Sorry, go ahead. DDs pick you up, then yeah, yeah. same thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like DDs, I use DDs to get, especially now, I don't take the subway as much. So, I use DDs to get pretty much anywhere uh, because of where I live, uh, and which was one of the reasons why I got my bike. Uh, just the bike is a bit quicker because of traffic. Okay. So the traffic on the road is super thick in the mornings when I'm going to school. My yeah. school is an international school and it's a big school. So there's a stretch of road yeah. that really, as soon as you turn onto it, everybody, especially in like the rightmost lane, is going to my school. So it could be blocked up for a while. Uh, and so I was like, a lot of students. I'm getting a bike. No, it. we have, to give you a general idea uh -huh. in the primary school in grade six specifically okay. of the international school yeah. my class is grade six class 13 which means there are 12 other grade six classes but only four of them only four of them are in the international school so we have two other schools like on our campus you have on the, the campus. Campus. and then the Cardin school it is a very big campus we have a zoo your school has a zoo. we have no 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 a whole zoo it has the what? word zoo as you walk in we have pheasants golden and silver pheasants no. we have chickens we have llamas we have a pony why no we have pockets i have, don't know we have, we have, like, large we have pot cakes too though we have a little dog village. Uh, sorry? We have a, a little dog, dog village. A dog village. Dog. Like they have little houses. Wow. Like, what? And we have a replica of the Great Wall. Just obviously scaled down. Just in the school? A replica of the Summer Palace. Yep. Why? Why? My school is Hogwarts. Slash Narnia. <laughs> All in one. Yes. That is crazy. <laughs> so on campus, I, I, I don't even imagine the square footage in campus. How many students just in total for all the schools? Or is this... I wish that I could tell you. For for my class, 
the average, the normal average is about 24 students per class. So let's call it maybe 100 students that would have been in the grade six class for the international school because we only have four classes. Other grades have five classes, but their um, average number of kids is more towards 30. I'm not not going to try to do the math. Your grade six is essentially just a school. Yeah. When I looked at, I wish y'all could see, maybe one day I'll take a picture uh, because like we have flag raising ceremony uh, when we have the fire drill and all of the primary school comes out onto the field. Yeah. It looks like multiple schools. (laughs) All of these children, it is insane. It's so much, so much. That's, that's so. Someone asked in the discuss and before we get any further, I remember we had a situation that we can share. How did you monitor the air pollution? So, the first, my first year, it was pretty bad, um, and I I remembered. So this is not my first time in China. I came to China something like 11, 12 years ago, maybe, uh, just on a two week trip. Um, and it, the pollution was really bad then, but I didn't, I didn't know very much about it um, to be able to safeguard myself. Uh, I only remember not seeing the sun for just about the entire trip until like the last day uh, was when I actually saw the sun, actually saw the sky. That's the smog in the sky. Uh, yes and so there are my first year it was really bad um so we the same masks that you wear uh for covid prevention basically were the masks we were wearing uh to protect us against pollution um and against the particles in the air because there are sometimes you'd look outside you know at home you look outside you see the clouds a little gray the sky's a little gray and you know that's cold or you know like rain is coming yeah hair it could be cold it could be rain or it could be pollution so like i have an app to check the air quality to see what we looking like um and so there are sometimes like 50 is a really good day it's a beautiful day virtually no smog 50 100 no no the aqi um index so the air quality quality index um 100 to 150 is you know, like it's some smog in there. Like it's not serious, but you know, there's some things there. Uh, And then when you get like upwards of 200, it's like keep yourself covered, protect yourself. If you get upwards of 300, just please keep yourself covered. Um, And so my first year, it was bad. Like I think there was maybe once, if I can remember, uh, where it got so bad. Like we got a message to just like protect yourself, keep yourself protected. Uh, because sometimes you can't, if you're like with me, sometimes I just sort of walk out of my house uh, and I'm not super aware uh, of maybe though know, it's, it's not like really, really bad, but it's bad enough. And I'm just not like super aware. Uh, and so I have to remind myself to like check the AQI or to just make sure I have my mask with me yeah. wherever I go so I can just quickly pop it on. But there are other times when it is so bad, you can just sort of taste it in the air yeah. or it just sort of like when you're breathing in, it just 
heavy on your chest. It's it's a yeah yeah like a weight. So um, but I. That's why they spent so much. Is that right? Sure. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> we're trying to make an excuse for it. <laughs> if you right, if you need a reason, yeah. <laughs> With COVID, I definitely <laughs> forgot that air pollution was a thing. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, like for us, we are fairly used to like wearing masks and stuff, uh, just for air pollution. And so having to do it for COVID wasn't too much of a jump. It's just now like having to wear it all the time, I think was the, the hard part, uh, especially during the summer months. So in the beginning, so COVID hit us in January. Yeah. Um, I was in the Philippines when it really like broke. I'm sorry, girl. I'm sorry. Get a minute. Black girl travel. Just, just, um, just I was in the Philippines. That's what happened. Skip over the Philippines. No. Okay. All right. All right. Let's let's calm down. Everybody relax. Thank you. We've been the pine wood over here. That's the only thing we got over here. I'm sorry. Okay. Chinese New Year happened. Um, so Chinese New Year is sort of a fluid holiday. Uh, it, it's based on the lunar calendar. Um, and so it doesn't happen exactly the same date every year, uh, but it happens sort of around the same time. So between January and February, and we all know January 16th is a thing. Yeah. And so Chinese New Year happens, I think the week after my birthday. And so like, let's go to the Philippines. Um, it was either like Philippines or Thailand or Bali, I think. Um, so let's go to the Philippines. Uh, and I didn't need a visa <laughs> to go. I could just up and go. So let's go. And so we went for maybe about four or five days. It was really nice. Um, just explored Manila, uh, one of the main cities. I think it's the capital city, actually. Um, so it's very, very city-like. And then went to Cebu, which is also city-like, but it's uh, closer to the beach. Uh, so went to the beach and tried some street food. So it was really a nice trip. And when we were coming back, that's when we started to hear. So it was just myself and Monet. And so that's when we're starting to hear like, something is happening yeah, in yeah. Beijing. <laughs> and we're like, are we, are we gonna be able to get back? Like, do we need to make plans or something? So like, let's, let's try and let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. And so in the airport in the Philippines, we saw somebody selling masks. And so we we're like, let's get some just in case because we didn't have any of our own. So we got a mask to travel in and went through from the Philippines to Macau and then from Macau to Beijing. And from the Philippines to Macau, we were maybe one of the only people with masks on. Um, but once we got to Macau, everybody wow. had masks on. Yeah. We're like, oh, this is a thing. <laughs> so right. after that, uh, on our, our flight to Beijing, everybody was masked on. And we get to Beijing, everybody's masked up. And it's like, okay, 
like we could not necessarily process just what was happening because we hadn't been there and it's not like we've been listening to the news or anything literally I think we saw like a statement and that was our information before we got back to Beijing and so once we got here my community my apartment complex had not started uh, like precautionary measures yet but within a few days yeah within a few days they were like all right anybody getting deliveries they're not coming to your door anymore you got to come to the gate to pick it up okay cool when you come home they check your temperature uh before you can come into the community or like as soon as you come in they check your temperature um and so those are measures that they put in place just like within a few days of me coming back home. Wow, they moved quickly then. Very quickly. And I came in at the right time. Say no more. I came back um, at just the right time because uh, I did not have to quarantine. So I did not have to do a mandatory quarantine. Uh, so anybody who came back, maybe, I think like just after February started, like anybody who came back into Beijing just after February started, I think I had to undergo the two weeks. Uh, but for me, I came back on the 27th. And so I didn't have to do the two weeks, but I mean, with stuff closing down, there wasn't really anywhere to go anyway. Uh, so I did just spend most of my days at home. Uh, and so... That started what we were hoping was going to be over in like a month or two. That oh. started this. We Can all I hope tell you? We, we oh all, my gosh. You know, I remember when they first offered it two weeks ago. I didn't know two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Well, on vacation. Thanks, okay. It's in May. It's in May? May? May so far. Uh, now it's November. Okay. Now it's November. Okay. It's yeah. It's 2021. It's hopeful. They're hoping by 2021. Time without a mask on, okay? Like it's 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 and they, 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 we don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so um, um, so it's all settled in. What do you think um, after the whole COVID thing gets leveled out? Like, like, what's your next plans? What do you see happening next for you? Right now, I think somebody asked me about this the other night. You're like, how long do I plan to stay in Beijing? And honestly, and this is another thing I do, I, I could see myself staying here for a while, uh, especially if COVID does, you know, finally release yeah. his or her grip <laughs> on the world. Um, and I can travel a bit more, like I'd be free to travel a bit more because when I worked for Disney, Disney is a training center. So we're open all year round uh, and we're open weekends and um, evenings. And so my days off were Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, I would work Friday through Tuesday and I, I would get my like month off. Like I, I think I got to see y'all when I came home last year. Yeah. Around this time, right. So that was my, what we call a contract break, uh, because I signed another contract. So that was my break in between my month break, but now I'm working a job where you know, I work Monday through Friday, so I have the weekends off. And I also have my winter holiday um, during the Chinese New Year break. And then I also have a summer holiday. 
So I have like a month and a half, maybe two months. I can't remember during the summer. And so I now have the time to travel. Yeah. And so if I could be able to do that um, and now I'm, I'm making a bit more so I can put money, more money aside for a traveling girl. It's not that much more though. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, and, and that was another dream of mine to be able to be in a position where I did not have to depend on my parents to, you know, to help me with supplementing my income. Like yeah. my paycheck covers my rent, my utilities, covers my Taobao shopping habit. Um, <laughs> Taobao is like the Chinese version of Amazon. I like, and so I like it already. I like. That, yeah, it is a problem. So when my mother said everything is made in China, yeah. I am purchasing all the things that are made in China. Oh. Just buying them up <laughs> i have a problem it's a camera okay speaking of everybody else shannon doyle says only john knows if bell evans says adulting and we're so happy to shine as a father to get the now you have that particular because you work you worked your butt off to get to this. I mean that's that's an understatement just to get to this point now you get to, to now do the next chapter in your life and really experiencing and it will travel to one of those things that everybody would recommend to do and yeah. seeing the world and seeing that different side of the world. Because I mean you're on a fully different side of the world now beyond where we were. What are some of the things that you were like just places to recommend to go? Things you recommend, do what I must see sites that you've seen thus far. Mm -hmm. And then some tips uh, for persons who are thinking of going abroad after that. Um, so before I go into that, uh, you talking about being on the other side of the world, mm -hmm. I started, so we have a social studies component uh, to our English lessons uh, when we teach the kids, because our kids also go to America for a semester or not oh. a semester, not like a whole semester, but a couple of months, maybe about three months. Um, they do visit America, I think in fifth grade. And so we started to teach them social studies just so they could be a bit more equipped. And I had a little globe. I bought the globe on Taobao. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know why I thought that the globe might be in English. It was not. Wow. So it's, of course, in Chinese. I don't, I don't know. So I took it out of the box. <laughs> it was like, hmm. It's a good thing I, I know where places are. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, Bahama. That's me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I show the kids. I show my kids. I'm like, look, this is where Dr. E is from, Bahama. Of course, it's so tiny. The globe is only about this big. Yeah. Um, and then literally on the other side of the globe, I'm like, this is where we are now, guys. <laughs> this is how far away from home I am. <laughs> and that was a, like, I've never looked at it like this before. Like, we say I'm on the other side of the world, but I really am. Yeah, anyway. Like, it, it's, it's the, the cartoon that showed the other side, or you date down, and you come up, I wrong date down to China, you come up, it's 7 p.m. here, 
7 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. No. no, it well, it was eight, so I did get an extra hour because we don't, uh, we don't, oh, oh, we don't change time. Oh, good, I was so concerned. For you, I will get up. That's not a problem. For you, I will get up. Uh, how did you say? Okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Love you. Also, in Oz's thing, what tips do you give somebody who, who wants to travel? Who thinks about living abroad? Uh, the first tip is just do it. Don't, you know, like the reservations and stuff like that that you have. Just do it. Uh, if you are still concerned, maybe don't commit to like a year, you know, like go with the intention of trying it out first uh, for a couple of months and see if you like it. Um, second, especially for like with China and it is maybe a bit cliche, uh, but unless you are a freelancer, unless you are, you know, somebody who is like a digital nomad who just is, is uh, used to just working from home, go for the English teaching jobs, yeah. you know, um, go for, especially if you can find a job that will, you know, pay for your, your TEFL uh, certificate. So you're teaching English as a foreign language certificate. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that that's an easy in or easy enough in, because um, you still have to have a degree. So it's an easy enough in to just be able to explore a place um, and, even though the hours are odd, it does allow you to explore. Like for me, it allowed me to explore Beijing on a Tuesday, I mean, sorry, on a Wednesday and Thursday where most people are at work, where kids are in school. And so make no mistake, there are still, because there are millions of people that live in this country and in the city. Um, so there are still a lot of people and there are people who visit Beijing from other cities in China. Um, so there's still going to be a lot of people, but uh, it is a little bit easier, you know, to go and visit the Great Wall just yeah. on a weekday um, or to visit the Summer Palace, to visit those those places that you've seen in books uh, and in magazines and on TV. Uh, and it is fairly cheap <laughs> to be able to get around a bus ride from where I lived in. So I lived in, in another um another area town uh, within the city called Tongzhou. Okay. And from Tongzhou to Shuangjing, where I work. You know the difference, correct? Okay. Yes. Uh, was <laughs> <laughs> on a good day with like a clear day, no traffic, was about a 35 minute drive. Okay. By subway, uh, by subway towards the end because they opened up a new uh, subway or they extended the subway line okay. to where I lived. It, but I was living outside of the city or outside of the city proper. Uh, by subway, it ended up being, I think from door to door, like an hour. Um, so like going, walking to the bus, getting onto the subway, getting off of the subway uh, and getting to work. It took me about an hour. Uh, and then by bus, taking a longer bus and the shorter subway uh, took me about maybe an hour, 15. But that bus that took about 50 minutes to ride cost me 250 RMB. Like two, instead of $2.50, 250 RMB, um, if that makes sense. So 2.50 RMB. Yeah. 
seven R&B make a dollar. What? Oh, I ain't going over there to go ball out. I'm sorry. That's why you want to talk about that one. That's a part of the problem. So we all understand <laughs> now. As if she doesn't know, I but I understand, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I understand your rationale, mommy. Um, so, in after COVID, or no, no, because of COVID we moved from being a traditional training center where our kids came to us to being a virtual training center. Um, and that was hard <laughs> because Disney English is very hands-on, uh, very experiential. And so, you know, we always had what we call realia. So like the manipulatives uh, that we would have with the kids. So they, they, got a better understanding of what it was like to live in like an English world. And so we went from having two hour lessons in person to 20 minute lessons online. Whoa. And that was a uh, jump. <laughs> I was miserable. Um, so I definitely sympathize with all of the educators, especially at home who are now teaching virtual lessons. Like I'm, I fully understand you because instead of having, you know, uh, three classes on a long day. Uh, I would have, I don't know, maybe eight classes. Oh. Then now, like they're 20 minute classes now. Uh, and so we did that for a couple of months and we were always hoping that things would get better. Uh, just always hoping that, you know, we'd be able to see our kids again uh, because, because of the structure, the way that we were doing it, we weren't necessarily teaching our kids anymore. Uh, so I was just teaching a particular like level or yeah. a particular age group. And if my kids didn't fall in that level, which most weeks they didn't uh, because I was given the, well, our center was given the youngest or second youngest uh, set. And my kids had already passed that phase. And so if the kids were not in that age level, they could not choose your class. And that was... It was hard. Yeah. yeah, it was it was hard. Uh, and so, you know, the last time I saw my kids was in January, and I don't even get to teach them now. Uh, and so that it it did. I think it just made the journey a, a bit more difficult. Uh, and so we got this email. Well, no, my friends and I are sitting at dinner just on a Sunday night chilling. And we got a text from our boss in our group chat. It's like, don't forget the call tomorrow. So we all looking at each other like, what call? You, uh -huh. So then I see I have an email and literally the email had come maybe like two or three minutes before oh, her text. Oh, they tried to slide it in, okay? Made us So um, the, the email said like, hey, everyone, we have a call tomorrow. Here's the link or whatever. And so we're, we're all wondering like, what is this call about? And in the back of my mind, I'm like, we're about to lose our jobs. Oh, so we're trying to, you know, figure out like what's gonna happen on this call. Like, no, they're about to tell us like, we're all going back. Cause we, we had been making plans to go back. Like Disney was on it. 
right? So as soon as things seemed like they were lightening up, great. So in like two weeks, we plan to be back in the center. And then in three weeks, we plan to have the kids back in the center. Like we we had a plan. And if something came along to adjust the plan, they adjusted the plan and we were on it. And so when this came, we were stopped. When this came and we Y'all stop. Y'all stop. Anyway, this was in June. Um, and so the next day, you know, we're all texting each other and it's just like this anxiety of what is going to happen. Cause we have all of these theories that we've posited and got onto the call and this, I forget his name, but he, he came on and he's just talking, you know, about how it's, it's been such a great adventure, blah, blah, blah. Cause Disney English had been open for, I think this was our 12th year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause when I came, it was our 10th. We'd just been just celebrated our 10th year. Uh, and so like, we've been such a staple, you know, in the Chinese community. Um, and then all I heard was, unfortunately, we will not be reopening our centers. And I, I, li- I blocked out everything else after that. <laughs> Immediately I get on the phone. I send a message to my parents because it was, this happened, I think, around 11, maybe. So it would have been 11 at night for them. And I send them a voice and I'm like, hey, guys, I just lost my job. Okay, <laughs> bye. You don't, you, don't, you don't say, hey, guys, with that one. Like, you're just like, you know, hey, <laughs> I have no other information. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just letting you know. So just in case um... I'm a little bit broke, you understand why. Like I just lost my job. So and I want it now. <laughs> no, honestly. Listen, I guess it's I, like, I declare this, you know. Um, listen. <laughs> I will say though, uh, that we were blessed to be at least those of us who were still in um, China, yeah. we were blessed enough to be taken care of by the company. Um, and so they like they never left us, you know, high and dry. And it, I mean, we were blessed to be working for a company that could afford to do that because yes. not not yeah. every company is in that position. Um, and so like just counting those little blessings um, and it, even though my journey with Disney ended, um, I wasn't super sad. Mm-hmm. It was... You know, it was sad that it was ending, but I had a good run. Like, I had a good run. Uh, and so that opened the door to now going to an international school. Wow. And they were on it. Good. And on LinkedIn. Shout out to all LinkedIn. Of these, I love LinkedIn. No, shout, shout out to LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. All of these headhunters reaching out to basically all Disney English employees that were still in China. Like, I don't know if they put a little search on, but just reaching out like, all right, we need people (laughs) come through. I had- I love it. Two of my friends uh, uh, had interviews set for that week, maybe even like the next day. That's how quickly they had messages waiting in their inbox. And I'm like, my LinkedIn profile ain't even like 
set up all the way like okay let me fix it yeah <laughs> and so one of the <laughs> one of the guys daniel so shout out to let me shout out my my um beijing friends forever crew and so you have sandra who's my old boss so shout out to sandra and then you have kaylee my best friend in china uh, so shout out to kaylee and then you have megan and daniel and ben so we're the I don't know. Super now. six. Super six. Okay. Well, our our group chat is called Beijing Friends Forever. <laughs> I'm on. We don't have a group chat. We have a group chat. We don't have a group, chat. Have a group chat, right? Because when I talk to one of y'all, it's like talking to both of y'all. Because you are you are one in the spirit. <laughs> Don't, don't bring the spirit in this. You're one of the Lord. Anyway, anyway, anyway. While we laugh, shout out to them. Sarah thing, um, Sarah thing, Shana Bubble, and Jackie thing. Hello, Dr. Shannon Evans. So proud of you. Mm. Oh, thank you. That you have a good job for them too. But anyway, go ahead. All right. Emotional. Um, so shout out to them. Uh Daniel, he was telling us about the school that he uh had gotten interviewed by or was getting an interview with uh and i i had an interview set up uh with another international school um and then i had an interview with a i think a training center but i didn't really want to work in the training center anymore and so i was just more inclined towards international schools and so daniel was like you know like this school sounds really good you know do you do you want me to give your information to the recruiter so i'm like yeah sure let's do yeah. it it, it has a zoo, it has monkeys. Let's do it. Let's see what's going on. Listen, so uh, she contacted me and, you know, I told her, because uh, you have to send in like a video, you have to send in uh, some information and what your requirements are. And so I sent all of that to her. Um, and she said, okay, let me check. I'll get back to you. She comes back. It's like, they want to interview you. Bet. Uh, so I had Love the it. interview with Vice Principal Leo. So shout out to him. Uh, he's <laughs> he is a Chinese man, but so nice, so cool. Uh, so we had a, a video call, and you know he was telling me about the school and just asking me about my beliefs when it comes to education and just uh, the way that I train, the way that I teach, especially when it comes to teaching English. And so he, you know, towards the end was just like. I think that you'd be a good fit for the school, you know, like you'll hear from me, um, I'll send you the, I'll send you what the contract would look like, and I'll send you some information. All I right, like cool. It. And so we said, I'll send this by tomorrow. Okay. And of course, tomorrow came and I didn't see anything. And I'm oh, like, I was sorry. You don't want me no more? I thought it went well. Because I even asked him, you know, I had on, I had on my tips. Uh, and so I was like, this, this is how my nails look. I'm like, my sides are shaved. I have a mohawk. Like, is this okay? Yeah. Because like this color with Disney, because Disney is maintaining a particular wow. image, mm -hmm. it's not okay. And so I, I need to know, like, is this okay before I come to your school? And he's like, I mean, it's, it's fine. You know, as long as the kids can continue to learn English and they're not super distracted. So I'm like, bad. Let's do it. And I reached out to the recruiter and I'm like, hi. He said he would message me. He has not. 
is everything okay? Yeah. And she's like, please be patient. <laughs> I'm sure that he will, if that's what he said. Um, and then maybe the next day, she said, hey, Shannon, so they want to send you an offer. What's your email address? What email address do you want them to send it to? So I'm like, oh. So they sent me the offer, the contract. Yeah. And I printed it out. And I promise y'all, before I even read it, I signed it. Um, and then I was <laughs> like, that at home. Please no, that. no, don't. So yeah, but don't we do have that. people, huh? But <laughs> so wait, I did, I did read it after signing it. So I did not send it off without reading it. So I did read it. <laughs> so I read through everything. I sent it, of course, to my parents. And I'm like, y'all read through it and let me know. Um, so I read through everything and I read through everything twice to make sure I didn't miss anything. And it looked like a pretty decent contract. Uh, and so I scanned it and sent it back signed. And I'm like, yes, I will take this job. Uh, and so it has been... I have enjoyed the school uh, with every school or with every organization, there is a culture. Yeah. And so making sure that I do not necessarily assimilate, but it, at the very least uh, match with the culture um, so that, you know, I can make sure that my kids are true high Y students. Uh, so the school is called um, Beijing Haidian Foreign Languages School. And I think our nickname for the school is Hai Wai. Uh, so we want to make sure that our kids are true Hai Wai students. Uh, so that I think is just my biggest challenge uh, because I do like a little bit of chaos. Like, you know, I'm a bit chaotic. Uh, and so I have to make sure that my kids are quiet. <laughs> you know, make sure they raise their hands before they, uh, before they speak. And I'm just like, I like having conversations. I like I like when my kids are excited to talk to me about things, when they relate what we're learning to what they've seen before uh, or what they've learned before when they're building that knowledge or building on that knowledge. And so I, I enjoy it. <laughs> I'm like, not everybody is a fan of this. So got to make sure that, you know, I keep that balance. Um, but other than that, you know, it's, it's been a good ride. I get to take a nap. Uh, because there is a designated, like during our lunch break, uh, the a lot of the uh, co-teachers take a rest, our Chinese co-teachers, they take a rest. Uh, and so I've seen that our foreign teachers are able to as well. And I'm like, oh, like this is a legit thing. Like we have desk pillows. Um, some of them will break out cots, actual cots. Wow. Stretch them out, pillow and blanket. As long as you are like up and alert by like 150, you know, yeah. you're ready for the afternoon, you're good to go. So I'm, I'm appreciative of the opportunity to be at the school and, you know, a few, like with the vice principal, with us talking, you know, he's like, I'm looking for people who are going to be here long-term. And I'm like, look, if y'all are going to keep me, I'll stay. That's okay. no problem. Uh, so, yeah. Any, um, we have a Shanta in the comments saying congratulations, Dr. Bloom, where you Thank are you. Planted, And I love that. Okay, and of course, your mom will say amen. <laughs> so, do you have any um, final thoughts that you'd like to share before we wrap up? 
Uh, we did not get to talk about Hampton, so maybe another time. But yeah. Hampton was a really, really great opportunity as well. Yeah. yeah. Hampton was a great. That was a lifetime. <laughs> That was a lifetime. Yeah, so that, that was a really great opportunity too. Honestly, my my biggest, the thing that I hope anybody who's watching this takes away from the conversation, mm-hmm. uh, especially those of us who are young adults, if you have the opportunity, take it. You have the chance, go for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are a lot of things that we think are problems and honestly, it's super solvable. Um, you know, like it's not, it's not as big of a deal as we think. Um, and even with my, something as big as my PhD, my concern and my family's concern was that I wasn't going to finish. And I did, yeah. even with the time difference, you know, even with when I send an email, I know that my professors aren't gonna look at it for another couple of hours. So I'm not gonna get a response, maybe not until tomorrow or the next day. Even with all of that, even with not being able to just walk into their office and knock on the door when I had a, a problem, you know, I still got it done. Yeah. And they're just, you don't know what's waiting for you until you go and find out. Okay. And it, there's just so much more. No matter where you are, the world is so much bigger than where you are. So if you have the chance, take it, do it. If there's a thing, go do the thing. That's it. Go and do the thing. Okay. Yoshan says, very proud of your accomplishments today, God sister. Okay. You guys. Yes, it's my God sister. (laughs) The whole family is up in the comments. That is another thing. I have a very supportive tribe. And I y'all know I pick a family wherever I go. Yeah. So I have family, you know, from my hometown of Freeport. I have family like y'all in Nassau. Um, and I've developed family. Like I have a home church uh, here in Beijing. Um, and I'm on the worship team now. I've just been upgraded to co-lead. Yes. <laughs> okay. So it, it's, I have such a strong community wherever I go. And it does make things like this possible because I know that I am supported um, and not necessarily just financially, but emotionally, yeah. I am supported. Um, my decisions are supported. That's so. so important. That is super important. So the love is pouring out to you in the comments. Um, Goal Driven says, congratulations to Shannon. Thanks, thank you, Shannon. That's a brown girl in Beijing. Nikki says, Shannon, it's so good to see you, darling. Continue to soar to higher highs. Okay, so this this one I got up. So, Sean, when we had rain on, great dog, rain on, rain on, rain on, rain on, rain on, on, rain on, rain on, rain on, on, rain 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 the bridge to London. He said, now I'll put the Christopher Columbus arch on the bridge to London. I said, can you see, you can see it? He said, now that's the hardest part there. He said, once you can see something, then you just go work bonkers and make it happen. Yeah. So from there, he told me, and the second he told me is to pray over your family. Mm-hmm. He said, every day he prays over you and your siblings and your, and your mommy especially. He said, whether he talks to you, whether he texts you, or whether he just imagine you, he prays with you. And this is a prayer he said in the chat now. 
Yeah. Where he said, the, dead or the, baby. the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you his peace. So I want Amen. to thank, I, again, I don't think I thought you about since then. Thank you, Thomas, uh, because from then to now, yeah. my daughter is 11. I have said that prayer over her, now her brother and her mother, every blessed day from 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. I have not missed a day for that. Yeah. Because he taught me that I, I hold on to most lessons in my heart. So Sharon is like, you are persons like that who pour into you. And then you are such a wonderful person. You yourself are. Like that. So like, we, we love you. Y'all, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> no, man, you, you, you need to do this on me. You're such a wonderful person. We, we love you. We support you. Yeah. And I remember when we had that conversation and you were like, really fighting we should go. All I remember telling you, Sean, that makes you happy. Yeah. Because you deserve to be happy, but you bust your butt so what? You deserve to be happy. And I remember telling you, we just by uh, four and six. Me, you, Nadia, fully talking by four and six. Which is like, this one, but you have to be trying to do it. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's your life. Yeah. These stuff will get done, but you don't do your life. If you say, oh, I don't do this, I do that. I say, don't mind us. I say, yeah. don't mind us. Don't mind us. Your journey different from my journey. I say, don't mind us. And Sean, you have done this. We both know, and more importantly, God knows that this is literally just the beginning. Yeah. The same even nowhere close to how you start, but this is only the ice, tip of the ice, of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And because you trusted him, and I think, and I know that he's going to reward you because everywhere you go, you seek God of you. That's up. That is such a huge thing. No matter where you go, Sean, every blessing where you go, you find a home church, you are active in the home yeah. church, Sean. That's such and a wonderful thing. And you, you are loved and well received wherever you, you go. Like wherever you go. So, so, so wherever you go, continue to go because God will continue to cover you. And That's you I keep you. you. A little emotional now. <laughs> <laughs> 9 15 in the morning. Okay. All right. So oh, before we, before we wait, before we go on. Shout yeah. out to Spooty. Shout out to Kendall. Yeah. He is definitely one of my best friends, even if he doesn't think that I'm one of his, which <laughs> he should. Definitely one of my best friends. He, anytime that I, a friend of mine asks me, like, why don't you ever, I don't ever hear you complain. You know, like, I don't ever really hear you get angry. And I'm like, because when I do, I go to my mother and I go to Kendall. They <laughs> <laughs> get all of it to everybody. <laughs> Yes. So I'll, I text him at whatever hour. I'm like, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. And he's super supportive. So shout out to Kendall. He's helped me maintain my sanity from all the way over there. Yeah. yeah. Really, really yeah. Love him. We, we and next thing, so we have to have a part two because we take too much of your time. Yeah. We give an hour, but the whole part two again, we talk about the Hampton, we talk about CUB, which is the next camera room. Good Lord. Now. So we're already all, all of the friends are working. Yes, yeah, so we'll just we'll go backwards. We'll yeah, go backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we we really appreciate this. Oh, so Lord, it's now enough time to shine. I just a testament to just to say who you are how, how and you how wonderful you, you are. So we, we thank you so much, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably a point. I love you. So that's been another episode. Mm. So the tag is a powerful device. Oh, um, that's show back up. 
And let's go say awesome sauce, give me my game and pride. Game and pride, you, say much love, always in the Aussie crew. Uh, Ty, when you say powerful advice, your mom said the blessing. And you want me to praise the Lord for you, Rodney, and also for Nadia, of course, you are one. Love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie is truly one of a kind, that's why she's always supportive. Yeah. Andrew said, amen. Amen. And then your mom again said, great program, and congratulations for her. Thank you all for being lovely things. Yeah. So that's been another episode of the Iron Love Podcast. We thank you for tuning in. We've enjoyed having you with us. And so many of you guys have come in to support Shannon. And we thank you for supporting her. And we ask that you continue to support her and pray for her as well. Special yeah. thanks, of course, to Shannon, Dr. Shannon A.C. <laughs> the woman. That's me. <laughs> appreciate you yes. you are a dear friend and of course you know how much we love you so don't forget to like follow and subscribe to um our next facebook instagram youtube stream so this episode is on all streaming platforms the audio is on all on all on apple music spotify google podcast anywhere yeah so of course thank you so much for tuning in Continue to be safe, wash your hands, wear your mask, social distance until Please. next time. George is supposed to do. My lord. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. 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 This one is called Overstrike. Love